0: Going. Welcome to Habs Unfiltered, episode two seventy eight. I'm your host, Blaine Putvin, and I'm joined now by a returning special host, Matt Smith. Good evening. So glad you're back.
1: I'm happy to be back as well. At least behind the mic. I don't know about being home, but uh, I'm happy yeah. to be. I'm happy to be doing this again.
0: I've really missed you because uh I've had to put up with Tregg the entire time, and uh you're you actually wear clothing like shirts and pants and <laughs> he's just
1: getting more he's just getting more he's just getting bigger every time I see him swole he's swole yeah he's really he's really taking up the taking up the picture every time we talk yeah. right so you every know, time. I, I gotta admit though uh good on him though he's he's looking good yeah. uh it's too bad that he couldn't make this show he's not uh, he's not really feeling it tonight but uh, we don't wish him all the best. And with his uh, turn or with his uh, uh, competition coming up, I, I hope he does well. Like he's uh, he's putting in the work and uh, if you guys haven't seen him go and check out his uh, his Twitter handle or your Instagram, like you can tell the guys put in a lot of work and uh, I'm, I'm pretty damn proud of him. It's a, it takes a lot of commitment to do something like that.
0: Yeah. Now he's all, he, he's all squishy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure his wife, really appreciates it of course (laughs) tina's already said she's not a big fan of muscle heads yet there he is hey he's he's doing a pretty good job to be brutally honest he's doing really well absolutely so um for this episode we're going to cover a few odds and ends uh there's some talk about trades, there's some rookie tournament talk, and we could talk about some of the players in that rookie tournament. So, but we could start with the basic rumors going around, and I don't think it takes a genius or an insider to figure this out, but Kent Hughes is working the phones to move one of his 17 million forwards. He has to. Yeah.
1: Uh, some it, people some people were saying oh we just need to make a move he doesn't need this they can put them yeah, down uh, you know send them down to the ahl etc like no you don't want to do that especially if it's uh if it's a guy making some money you don't want to just throw him down there or a or a veteran player that could uh make a difference on another team i mean
0: even if you move the guys down that are waiver-exempt, like Slavkoski. If you right. shove him down to the minors to uh, to hold on to the guys that are under NHL contracts and currently on the roster, minus the three that are hurt right now. So you have um, uh, Drouet, Byron, and Monaghan, Monahan, yeah. who on the first day may not be there. One of them might. Uh, there's talk that maybe Byron might be ready. right? But assuming all three are still hurt, You've still got 13 or 14 forwards. So you move right. move Slavkowski down. What if he was what if he earned a spot? Yep. Now you're you're hurting you're hurting the culture that you're trying to build. So
1: well, if you look just to yeah. some of the just look at some of the forwards that aren't waivers exempt, I'll name off a few of them and a few of these guys people have talked about in either recent trades or they've said we'll just put them down in the AHL. Um, some of those people would include Byron, obviously um, Rem Pitlick, who I, I, I thought played very well for them and he or he earned that uh, extension. He's likely going to be a third fourth line guy, but uh, again, you got to find a place for him. Michael Pizzetta. It's a it's a guy that he's gonna yeah. he he's got his he got his one uh, his one year contract he's back he's a guy that he would
0: probably uh, be lost. On waivers I think if I think so. I, I
1: think so. I think he would be. Um, Jake Evans, obviously. Yeah, and we'll throw in a guy like. Um, well, even we'll even look at the defense. Um, who which needs help? Is they're probably going to try to do a forward for a defenseman. Um, but guys like uh, Baron Schunemann, those are the guys that uh, you're going to want to more or less keep at the NHL level.
0: Well, you're going to need seven defensemen,
1: right? So you're looking at guys like if they if they want to go that uh, that route where they're going to keep some guys on the NHL uh, on the NHL roster that are waivers exempt. Uh, or that art waiver, or that yeah that our waiver waivers exempt um that i'm wondering like what's going to happen with guys like norlander uh leskinen uh jordan harris those kind of guys because those, those can just kind of be put down and and, and it kind of points to the direction right now that those guys are going to start lavelle
0: well i think the majority of the defensemen might because there's going to be very few spots so there's on the right side you got uh you got Barron and maybe Jordan Harris will compete for that spot as well. And on the left, Gooley, Harris, Norlander, there's only one of them that's going to get to play right. and they're all waivers exempt. So it doesn't really matter yeah. at that point for really, it's all about development, but up front, you don't want to be dropping guys on waivers and no, you losing them. Uh, you no one, no, one's going to claim Byron uh, at 3.4 million, even if it's an expiring contract, three point four million for a bottom six player is a lot of money
1: yeah so I just, I, in a way I just can't see them throwing him on waivers
0: you can they did it last year and the year before it's a new management group grant yeah but-,
1: but it's like but that was uh more that was the uh what was it called the uh the little small team that was playing with them the with the little you know what I mean
0: yeah
1: the like the the extended roster that they had i don't remember what it was called now
0: yeah that taxi squad
1: yeah taxi so. squad yeah. yeah
0: yeah um which fine but uh i mean you shove him down into the minors now you're losing someone from your leadership group i can't see anyone wanting to trade for him either so and You're Hughes has already stuck. said
1: that he's not going to move a contract or move prospects and picks with a contract to just to move a contract. So Yeah. Right yeah, now to, I, he
0: wants to get rid of cap
1: too. Yeah, he does. So I I kind of applaud him for not doing that. And so far he hasn't he hasn't made a move like that. And I and I'm very happy that he hasn't. I just hope that he sticks to his word and uh he doesn't do something like that. I mean,
0: I I wouldn't mind him moving a guy out for futures. Just say right. here, here's Mike Hoffman. Don't give uh, but, us anything,
1: right? But that's and I'm and I'd be okay with something yeah. like that. But I'm not. I'm I'm gonna say like we're gonna give you Mike Hoffman for futures, but we also are gonna throw a second round pick in there. We're gonna throw this
0: no, too sweet no, the no, deal. No, like I don't, I don't want to, to see anything yeah.
1: like that happen.
0: I wouldn't. It, so. Before you even try to hand off picks to get rid of them, more than likely you'd have to take back a contract. So yeah. if if it's you know you, you don't want to take on more cap, unless it's a one year contract. I mean, I can see them finangling it for that, sure. Yeah. But the there's, Canadians there's a right lot now of have
1: because they have quite a few expiring contracts going yeah. into next year. So either exactly. the guys are going to play hard for the contracts in Jarell uh, Monahan, Dadenov, et etc or they're simply going to be gone after the next season or after this season.
0: I think it's going to be both. I think they're all going to play hard for contracts and they're all going to be gone. I know there was talk that maybe Monahan will stay if he does well, but I don't see him fitting in long-term with this group. I see him more. He was taken on as a captain because they offered a first with him. So if they can get another pick or another prospect out of the deal, even yeah. better. Yeah. Uh, Drew Wang. I think this is his last year with the Canadians, whether or not he actually breaks out and stays healthy come deadline, they're going to trade him for whatever they can get. Hopefully if he's doing well, they can get a first same thing with Dadnov. Right. right. So but, but they need to drop now, somebody can, yeah, right now. All we,
1: all, all we can do right now is speculate. And, and all those, yeah. it's all the usual um, suspects that are out there um the guys like um armia and byron and hoffman and those kind of people but a lot of those contracts they're gonna have to give them away either for nothing which i'd be okay with obviously or they'd have to sweeten the pot and we're getting closer now to training camp so something's gonna get done
0: uh it could be you know something from left field if by tr- by the uh, the first game of the season, Anderson's traded out, you know that's gonna that's gonna piss off a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see him moving unless they get something significant. No, so. he was
1: he's a guy that's uh, he's a guy that I kind of have in my leadership group for this team. Yeah, even though he's not wearing a letter, I think that he's gonna he's gonna uh, do very good things for this team. I
0: think so. Uh, he was he always held himself uh, accountable uh, since he's been a Canadian. So I don't see why that would change now. For for me, it's Um, when
1: he went and talked to Primo that day. That that still sticks with me. And I I think that was pretty big on him.
0: Yeah. Uh, Keep your chin up, kid. Uh, You you know, you got an ECHL team in front of you. That's right. (laughs) So so speaking of uh, trades, uh, kind of related, sort of. I mean, Lundquist has been a defenseman that has been tied to the Canadians now for a little while. And today, the 19th of September, he was traded to Dallas for a first round pick, a 2023 top 10 protected first round pick that if Dallas finishes in the top 10 of the picks, it's protected. So it'd be a 2024 pick. So looking at the return that the Rangers got for him, I'm glad that the Canadians didn't try to one up Dallas. Yeah. Even though Lundquist would be an excellent fit giving up a first round pick for a team that's rebuilding that for a guy that you're kind of not sure he can really reach his potential I I, I don't know. I'm glad right. they didn't do it.
1: He was a guy that performed very well when he played um in the uh, in the Swedish hockey league came over to North America Put up I big three or four points in the, in, in 20, 25 games that he played with the Rangers Uh went down to Hartford. I think he was a, you know, half a game, about half a point, a game player, uh maybe two or three goals, something like that. Uh, he was a late first round pick in 2018. So I can see the first round pick for, for a first round pick mentality there. However, um Dallas has clearly taken a chance. Uh, they lost a guy in, um, oh, my God, it slipped right off the tip of my tongue. John Klingberg. Klingberg. John Klingberg. Yeah. yeah, They lost him, and um, you know, Steven Johns is gone, a couple other guys that were in their system. They're taking a chance on him, and it's either going to pay off or they just wasted a first-round pick.
0: Yeah, and with Dallas, uh, Lundquist was looking for an opportunity to play. In New York, he wasn't going to get that. They're no, set. No, on with with,
1: uh, with with Schneider um, coming up, K. Miller, et cetera, these uh, these young guys have really Fox, taken his spot. Fox Truba, yes, yeah, they've really had, taken that spot. He had
0: spot. no, he had no lane there to step up. So yeah. for for his career, this is a good move. Um, yeah. I Dallas forgot Ryan, Ryan
1: Lindgren as well.
0: That's true. Yeah. yeah but on the right side you got truba you got schneider you got uh, you got fox he had no path there in new york so yeah. going down to dallas where they've lost klingberg and they needed somebody to step in there's i'm going to be honest he's not a replacement for klingberg i don't think he will be able to do that no. for a few more years but he will be given a top four role and that's what he was looking for he's going to be now, given he a might- yeah and he might reach his potential or he might bust, but for the Canadians and where they're at, Dallas is clearly a team that's competing for a, a playoff spot at the very least, whereas the Canadians are a rebuilding team. So that's giving right. up a first that that's a bit it's a bit dicey unless they yeah. wanted Florida's first round pick, but Dallas won up that, so
1: right. I'm happy that I'm happy they didn't make that deal.
0: I agree. I'm one hundred percent on that now talking about picks and rookies, we're going to move on to the rookie tournament. Yep. Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone really cared whether the Canadians rookies won or lost any of the games. People were just watching to see how each player did, because this is a group of players that have never played together before. Yep. They were just thrown together, no practices thrown on the ice and they even changed the lineups between games, so there's no way for these guys to build any kind of chemistry. So you had to watch their games and individuals right. Now, a few of them stood out. You have a couple that you really, really enjoyed,
1: so I think that the the standout uh, for me was uh, Owen Beck. yeah and, I, get, and I think a lot and I think a lot of people could agree with that uh, for a guy that only played his first o h l season last year. To come out and play the way that he did, work his way up the lineup. Um, I thought that he looked really good. A lot of people were calling him uh, Shane Wright Light. Um, yeah, but I but yeah. uh for, for a guy that uh, I said only played his first OHL season last year, to play the way that he did, he always looked dangerous when he was on the ice. He had a few missteps here and there, but it wasn't anything that we can't deal with. And I think he performed very, very well.
0: See, I I, I know everyone's saying Shane Wright light, but when I was watching him play, the way he positioned himself, how he had a stick in the right lanes at all times, he was on the defensive side of the puck. He had good speed and he was able to create offense off the rush and on a cycle. He kind of reminded me of Plekkanets. Right. And if that's what he turns into, Holy shit. That's a home run. Yeah. But as of right now, that tournament that showed to me that he is going to get a contract guaranteed. He's getting, well, a contract. even if,
1: uh, I, I could see him, I think there are 46 contracts right now or something like that. Uh, um, are going to wait for a bit. I could see, I could see him getting one of those contracts, right. Cap oh, limit. Yeah. It's a, it's, you know, it's a 50, it's a 50 for a cap limit. Um, I could see him getting an entry-level deal. Obviously, he would have to go back to Mississauga if he didn't make the Canadians. I can't see him making that jump. However, mm-hmm. entry-level deal in hand, all of a sudden you go to Mississauga where you put out 51 points in your first season in 68 games. You're probably going to have a call from Hockey Canada for the upcoming world junior tournament in Moncton and Halifax.
0: They would be stupid not to ha- have him at their camp.
1: Right. So I could see them giving him that contract to bring him to the main camp, seeing what the kids got in him, and then sending him back to Mississauga, you know, uh, contract in hand, let's see what you got. And, and from then on in, you're on the payroll. It's really up to you to, um, don't put your foot on the gas and, and kind of carve your own path and your, in your own development, right. And, and, and get to that next level.
0: Well, I think uh, with Mississauga, he's going to be given a larger role. Uh, He was, he kind of, he started off as a fourth liner given some minor minutes and he worked his way up until the, until he became indispensable to his team. And he's going to walk into this season in that role. I mean, he didn't get a lot of uh, attention because of Del Cole. Uh,
1: Not, not Del Del Cole. Cole. Um, That's that Bell Bellews or whatever his name was. Bell Bellews. Yeah. Right. I went to Columbus. Yeah. There you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because of him, he didn't get as much attention, but he was a very important piece of that team. And I think he's going to be on a larger part of that this year. Um, And, Honestly, in this rookie tournament in his couple of games that he played, he didn't really wow anybody with any spectacular plays. Like he wasn't dangling people or stick handling in a phone book. He did all the little things right. Yeah. And that style of game translates extremely well. Yeah, I thought he showed. Pro ranks.
1: I thought he showed really good speed on that one goal, that first goal that he got. He did, the yeah. second one where he goes to the net and gets taken down, still takes a shot and scores. I I thought that he was very impressive. Sign the kid.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they're going to give him a contract eventually this season. But uh, for now, um, I really enjoyed watching how he would take this sp- build speed on the outside. And he was able to cut in towards right. the net. He had good strength, uh, lower body core strength, which is uh, seems to be a, a theme with the Canadians now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's not the bicep club anymore. It's the quad club. Yeah. So. I think he did extremely well. I think he showed uh, really good individual skills and I'm really looking forward to what he's going to do in Mississauga. Right. Now there were some other players. Uh, one that I kind of like, I have some questions about, but I liked what he did and that was Emil Heinemann. Okay. He had good, uh, he had good North South speed. Yeah. Um, he has a good shot. Uh, he's got good frame. He's able to uh, use his size well enough to win some board battles and uh, forecheck and win those those puck races and protect the puck. But there's holes to his game. He's still raw. Yes. So I fully expect him to go back to Europe because, uh, according to was it uh, Patrick Brex- Bexel of uh, yeah. Haves Eyes on the Prize. It's either the NHL or Sweden, according to the contract that he has, because he wasn't a first round pick and he's not a first round pick of the team he's with now. It's one or the other. And it's it's going to be Europe.
1: Yeah. And I, and I, and I'd have, uh, I'd have no problem with that.
0: No, no, neither would I. I think it's unfortunate that he missed out on his opportunity to get some games in North America. Last, uh, last playoff run for Laval, uh, considering, you know, he got injured. But if he can go back to uh, the SHL and he could take another step, uh, I think if he cleaned up his game a little bit defensively and I don't know, kind of played a smarter offensive game, he doesn't have to become an East-West player. He can no. stay North-South.
1: Yeah. But uh, just be a little just, bit just of just, the, just, uh, just clean him up a little bit defensively.
0: Yeah, and that's that's development. That's gonna yeah. just some time. Uh, he's he's 20 years old 21 years old yeah a couple more years he'll be ready and
1: yeah. but he's got good speed he's got a great shot
0: yeah maybe maybe he gets pushed down eventually on the depth chart or he works his way up either way i think he's he's a decent uh, prospect and he showed well in this short rookie tournament yeah he did Now was who who is it uh, another player for you
1: I'm gonna do two at the same time. I'll go with Charlottetown. Ooh, Charlottetown teammates. Three yeah, <laughs> I'll do Charlottetown <laughs> Islanders uh, teammates. Uh, Xavier Seminole and William Trudeau.
0: Good call. Right. We really so, enjoyed watching them. Play. Right.
1: So for Seminole, for being such a small player, um, yeah. very hard nosed. Was going to the net. Um, finished off uh, a very pretty pla- passing play, and that last pass was from Trudeau, his teammate in Charlottetown. It was So
0: amazing. It made the, the internet glitch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that uh, I thought that they, they both played quite well, but uh, uh, didn't really know much about Trudeau um, going into this one. I know, I knew that he was a, you know, he was a defenseman. He played for Charlottetown. That's pretty much all I knew. Um, but uh, when you play behind a guy like Lucas Cormier in Charlottetown, you're not going to be really getting, um all those offensive opportunities that he would like you're talking about an 80 plus point defenseman who put up 30 yes. plus goals um but i thought he played very well both sides of the ice he's getting pucks on net which is what you like to see from your defenseman not just uh you know shoot it and hope it hits something um he, he had good accurate shots on net i thought he played a good two-way game he had good speed he made some good passes um And I thought that he looked better than some of the guys that are going to be going for NHL jobs.
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, those guys going for NHL jobs are also pacing themselves. That's true. Trudeau's trying to push his way into the main camp. Right. Uh, He might have done enough to get that main camp call up. He could have.
1: He could have. But, but um, you're right. But, He's but, playing but, uh, behind but,
0: uh, Cormier. He's not getting yeah. all that uh, that attention. So but next, but this, this is year, his way this, of doing it. But
1: this, but this year he will. Because Cormier is going to oh, be yeah. jumping up to the AHL. So
0: absolutely. Or and, depending uh,
1: on what Vegas does with all their with all their players, then <laughs> you know maybe he'll be playing for Vegas because they're not going to yeah. have players left, right? But
0: never know. Yeah. Uh, I just found it odd that uh, you go on Twitter and everybody's demanding that he that he get traded. I mean, you look at the hashtag Trudeau must go everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most of them are friggin bot accounts. I don't know why right. everyone hates William Trudeau so much.
1: I don't know. Don't get it. It's, it's baffling. Yeah. I mean, but uh, <laughs> before we make this a thing <laughs> uh, going into uh, going really quick into Seminole though, as I said, for a guy that's five foot seven, um, he played, uh, he played very hard and it was really, um disheartening for me and I was I was kind of I uh, was kind of pissed when he got uh injured last season because he was on an absolute tear like in 48 games he put up 86 points like he was on an absolute tear and then he came back for the the end of the season into the playoffs put up 21 points in 14 games in the playoffs and I just wish that he could have played that full season to see um, the Canadians would have had with him there's no way that he wouldn't have hit hundred points. They would have had him, Riley Kidney and Joshua Raw, all at hundred plus points in the same league, and I thought that would have been just fantastic for their um for their prospect pool and just to be like, hey look what we did for a well I'm for, a, for I'm calling a, it now for a, a second round pick, a fifth round pick and a six uh, or a second a fifth and Seventh. a six right yeah so um
0: I'm calling it now you're good. all three are going to have hundred plus points this year.
1: Well, I don't know if uh, I don't know if uh, Semino will. He's probably going to be in the NHL, but eh. all right. But <laughs> I,
0: I didn't but say I'm, what uh, leak.
1: Right, but I'm yeah, <laughs> but I'm liking what they're doing with these kind of players. Yeah. Like they they've done it with uh, they've done it with Semino. They did it with Harvey Pernard. Uh, now they've done it with uh, tornigay who who they're going to give a chance to. He was a, a former pick of I want to say Pittsburgh, but I don't think it was Pittsburgh. It might have been Anaheim.
0: I don't think he was drafted before.
1: I'm looking it Think he I
0: think he dropped out. But uh, on Seminole, <laughs> I loved I loved the way he attacked the net. He played. He had a little bit of that Gallagher-esque style, right? The small guy barreling to the net. And there was one point in the game against Ottawa. He went up against a six foot four player, right, and won. He he, he outmuscled this big dude in one position and in a tussle in a little wrestling match afterwards still came out on top. Yeah. You got to admire that level of tenacity. So I'm not going to bet against this kid uh, when he does finally make the jump to the pros. And I don't know. It could be the next Harvey Pinard. We'll see.
1: I'd be okay with that. So if you found it, I have not. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my best i just have a feeling that he i just have a feeling that he was that he was somewhere else or that he was like he was at least in pittsburgh system or something and then he i i, I just yeah i don't know i'm looking at um
0: before we get to the the big guy we should get to the first overall big guy and that's uh that's Lufkowski he um he he was pretty harsh on himself he he did not like his tournament I don't know what he was maybe he felt he had to dominate every game and put up a dozen points per game or I, I don't know what he was looking to do but in my view he showed really well
1: I think he did um he didn't uh you know, we didn't light it up on the scoreboard, but he made some good, he made some very good passes. He was very physical. Um, he, he had kind of like a, his drive was there, his forecheck, um, that pass that he made to, uh, measure or score the shorthanded goal. I thought that was a beauty. Um, I think that the media and the fans were a little bit too rough on him. Uh, this is a guy that, uh, just like everyone else. Yeah, he, he hasn't played a lot of hockey in the last little while. Uh this is kind of like a mishmash of players. Um you can say all you want, you know, they always always he's this big, he should be doing this, he should be dominating, he should be this. Some people are already calling him a bust, and it's like that's not warranted. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, it's not warranted. Um, you can't you can't say that off of two games at a rookie tournament. Like it's it is what it is. Like, um those guys welcome
0: those- to Habs Twitter
1: right well yeah exactly so i i think that his showing was just fine did he score no did he have some good chances did he create some chances absolutely uh i want to see what he can do with an nhl center right yeah i want to see what he can do with uh, nhl players passing with the puck and and create and him creating space for them because he made some very good plays that, that there just wasn't any finish
0: he was also trying to do way too much. He was yes. covering all of the ice as if he was a center, even though he's a winger.
1: Yeah. And speaking of coverage, he was yeah. usually double teamed, triple teamed, etc., because they knew that they had to do that. And yeah. he was trying to showcase himself, and I think that his teammates were kind of trying to get him to the puck a little bit as well. But at the end of the day, I, I, I he he shouldn't be. He's gonna from the things that he's done that he's done at the world championships and the Olympics and, uh, the, the playoff run and everything, he's going to hold himself to a high standard. And then, and, and then being the first overall pick first one ever from Slovakia, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to have a very high standard for himself and I can see why he's going to be a little bit rough on himself, but you know, don't, don't base, uh, don't base, uh, everything off of two games at a rookie turn
0: but what he showed me in those short games i know he didn't put up a ton of points but he showed me he can he knows the lanes to he can find lanes to to build speed on transition he's able to win board battles and take that puck to the net directly which is that's a skill set in and of itself um he he knows how to use his reach he played pro in in Liga last year against men so he he already knows that he doesn't just get by on his physical aspects he knows that he has to use them as tools towards puck protection whereas instead of just barreling over people right even though he can uh the game against Buffalo he was coming across the middle and uh, one of the Sabres defenders came over thinking that he's going to blow him up and Slavkovsky just shrugged it off as if it was a fly
1: yeah, then Ken Kandata came in and was like, "You can't do that." Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, not only
0: did he get blown up by Salkowski when he was throwing the head, he got punched in the face for it. All
1: right. So, oh, Tornege was not drafted. He was invited to Anaheim's main camp. That's oh. what it was. So that's why he's there in a. Go. That's why he's in a uh, Anaheim jersey in a lot of his pictures. Oh, there you go. There you go. Fun facts. Fun facts yeah. with Matt. <laughs>
0: But uh, but back to Slavkovsky. Uh, just one more little point that I, uh, that I saw during the two games that he played was, you mentioned the double teaming. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that they cannot handle him physically. No. And I think that's going to translate to the NHL as well. There's going to be a lot of people that can't handle his size. And he drags defenders in behind the net, leaving massive open spaces in yeah. front. If he can... Which-
1: if he can, Which and he, he already has, but if he can learn yeah. how to use that size to his advantage, not only in front of the net, but board battles, I can see this guy be an absolute beast at 238 yeah. pounds at 18 years old. And I, I think he's going to drop a little bit of that, but this is a guy that's still time. that's still growing into his body. And then yeah. he's, and he's going into his first year of uh nhl hockey he's still learning his game he's still learning his craft etc like this guy i i want to say that if he can get his that size I, I i'm looking at a guy i'm not and i'm not comparing the two so before youtube and fucking spotify and apple and everything blows up but if he can get his if he can learn how to do board battles the way a guy like Yager did, similar size, right? And I already next feel door, it blown next door up. country. I, all right. I can either I can I can already feel it blowing up, but he's got that kind of size. Or so
0: send your hate mail to yeah. <laughs> at SnakeBite three fifty on Twitter. Uh he he will respond to all hate mail yeah. with smiling pictures.
1: Absolutely but uh but 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 i i i see this guy and and how he moves and for a guy that's that big he moves so well
0: and that's the thing now he's you can't teach size he's got it you, yeah. and he skates as if he's a five foot seven player right right it, that is the combination yeah. you rarely sees
1: so i he's just got the potential to
0: become something special
1: i'm just wondering with that size will the power forward part of his game come um i'm not talking about another guy no. similar size not again similar size not saying that this player is going to turn into alexander ovechkin however <laughs> we've got a guy that is that big that and you, you've seen ovechkin and, and and wait i've seen him play live i know you have as well and this guy, for his size, he moves like a son of a bitch. He'll hit you through the boards. I'm wondering if Slavkovsky, if even if he played half of that physical, with the scoring touch, with the Yager board battles, where <laughs> they're they're looking like they got a pretty complete player. <laughs>
0: Uh, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, Matt Smith is calling this the the love child of Yarmer Yager and Alexander Ovechkin. Yeah. Lookout, world.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we can only uh, we can I, only hope.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! It, if that ever did happen, holy shit. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. It, it, the size, the speed, the uh, the hands. He he could put all of it together and become something really really special. Yeah. And that's the hope in the long term. But for this year, what I really just want to see from him is taking down a notch because uh, that that need to do everything. Yeah,
1: he needs to simplify. play within your game. He needs to simplify S- yeah, a little yeah. bit. Use yeah. his use his. Uh, and again, he was trying to showcase himself, and I think the team yeah. was trying to showcase him as well. Um, but he also didn't have NHL players to pass the puck to. Or get past to. But then you flip that. He also wasn't playing against NHL players. True. right? So, but at the same
0: time, you watch him play in previous tournaments. Uh, he does the same thing. He does. Because he's, he is the man when he's playing for his home country. Right. And that's the style of play that he's bringing to this. So if he can learn that he doesn't have to be the man and yeah. do everything and play within his own game we're going to see him explode right. at that point.
1: Right. And like for like he, when he played at the Olympics, started on the fourth line. And yeah. by the end of it, he was on the top line. He scored seven goals in seven games.
0: So the secret is for the Yager Vetchkin to come out, he has yeah. to start on the Habs fourth line.
1: Yeah. And work his way up to the top line.
0: <laughs> was it O-Jager or is it going to be Yager Vetchkin?
1: i don't know yeah Yavechkin. we'll figure it out, we'll fi- we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> i like yvechkin <laughs>
0: yvechkin there we go so everybody's looking for a nickname for him um there you go yvechkin yeah <laughs> <laughs> now uh, the last player that we could talk uh, that i'd like to talk about is is, is arbor jack eye do, so, do i do you would... want to
1: get a jack or do i do mesher really quick Yeah. Do measure. Okay. Another guy, first round pick, Slovakian player, friends with Slavkovsky. He was, he was a, he was a guy that uh, I thought, again, played extremely well, scored in the games that he played, played the wing, played center, got a promotion to go up to, uh, to, to play center with Slavkovsky. Um, Again, uh, really good hands, great shot nose to the net I think he's uh well worth of that first round pick some people said that it was a bit of a reach I think that it was uh you know well within uh first round parameters for a late uh, first round pick at twenty sixth overall um for me it's going to be what's going to happen to him next because uh, as I know that there's talks of him going back and playing in uh in Europe uh, not necessarily the Slovakian league but maybe going to Sweden uh he could go to the ahl he could go to the nhl or he go to the kitchener rangers i kind of hope he goes to kitchener i really do i don't know if it's going to happen or not but that's kind of what i'm hoping for
0: well it was came out uh during the weekend that that was the plan or that's where he was going to end up but now it's uh since then it's kind of been walked back a little bit and every option is still on the table they're not 100 sure And, and honestly i'm glad that they've Walk that back a little bit. Let him go to the main camp because I think he's earned a spot there. Right. See how he does and how his game has evolved and what needs what needs he has, and then place him where it fits best to develop those right. those aspects. Right, because you know he can come here, come to North America now, play in Laval or play in Kitchener to get acclimatized to the North American style game, the size of the rank, and blah blah blah. But if he needs to work on other things that he can do in in Slovakia, yeah. do it there. Yeah.
1: Either way, he's, he's going to be contract, a good, he, he's, not a big he's, deal. he's, yeah, either way, he's under contract. He's, uh, he's going to be a guy to watch over the next couple of years. I think, I still think he's a couple of years out.
0: Well, guaranteed. Yeah. We're looking at like three years before he's yeah. capable of an NHL jump. And I know a lot of people look at him and say, well, look, he's so small. He's not. He's a normal-sized person yeah. just compared to Slavkowski. He's a midget. Right,
1: right. Or Arbor Jackye.
0: <laughs> Arbor oh, S O
1: Who is getting a lot, and I mean a lot of tweets, uh, from the Canadians, uh fan base and from, especially from Ottawa's fan base.
0: Yeah. Uh, to start it off, I'd just like to point out, uh, the hypocrisy that is coming from that very small yet vocal fan base on Twitter. I remember Griba just absolutely destroying Eller and all those same accounts and all those same people saying, Hey, don't, don't show up if you don't want to get hurt. Right. Right. So back at you, right. you know, like, it, it's, it's a rookie tournament. Yeah.
1: Or when Jake Evans got hurt against Ottawa at a rookie tournament. Exactly. And was stretched off with a late hit.
0: Yeah. They're sending their AHL goon out there to go after people at a rookie tournament. Right. Way to go. Right. In this case, it's a defenseman whose game is built on that physical aspect. And he's not just physical. He is legit mean. Yes. Oh, now, it's going to be going to be some time before he can make the NHL jump, but I think he's going to play really well in Laval. And he has that, that mean streak, that snarl. He's, he's got that old
1: school, he does that old school defenseman, you know?
0: And he's mobile as well. He can he move is, the puck. Well, he, he is he when, can skate well.
1: when, uh, when he went to Canadians camp and was getting the extra ice time and he, he went to main camp and then he ends up going in and getting a contract. I would have talked more about this kid if I would have known how to pronounce his name. And then I finally now was at, and now I finally, and then they're like, oh, they they pronounce Jack. And I was like, I'm going to talk about this guy now as so I can say it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, Key, Key J. <laughs> so I have a fucking idea. <laughs> but we're We'd not like going to forget. A
0: vowel. We,
1: yeah, but we know about this guy now. And if you want to know more about this guy, head on to Hockey Fights and check out The uh, the many tilts this guy has had, a lot of them are some of the top tilts of, especially of the last season. Um, Check them out if you haven't watched the fight with mascot. Definitely go check that out. It's definitely on there.
0: No mascot's going to watch it because he can't remember
1: it. Yeah, and you know what? Good on him for sticking up for his teammate.
0: True. I mean, he's also right,
1: right, and he went looking for it.
0: He it did. was well he was behind the play. Right? A right?
1: Yeah, it's well behind the play. He went for it. And I won't get too much into the fight, but I like how Jack I, he accepted the fight, how he handled himself during the fight, and after the fight. He landed his big punch, helped him down to the ice. He didn't let him just drop, which he definitely could have done because he was going down. And exactly. no extra right, no extra shots afterwards, helped him down to the ice skated off the ice.
0: Yeah. And it's not like uh, it's not like Mascott's this tiny little guy. He's 6'4 215. I mean Yeah, he's a
1: big guy too. Yeah.
0: He's a big dude and yeah. he is he's got a few fights under his belt as well. Right. Uh, and this was all because Jack eye was finishing all of his checks and yes. they but felt that one game. of them was a late hit. Yeah. Even though the puck literally just left the guy's stick less than a second before. Right. I mean, yes, the guy, the guy he hit, ha- got hurt a bit, and had to leave the game. But when your six foot four, two thirty eight, defenseman comes barreling in and nails you, right. that's gonna hurt.
1: Right. But he talked about he talked about um, that part of his game not being his only part of the game, and that exactly that is, that is kind of what come out that did come out this weekend. However um he even said he was running around a little bit too much in the first game and then he let them come to him in the second in the in the second game that he played which was the which was the game against ottawa and i thought that was his it was uh it was his better showing let's just say that he wasn't trying to force yeah. anything as much you saw he, he does skate well he knows how to finish his checks he can definitely drop the gloves and we saw it in uh, when he got traded to Hamilton. When he was Kitchener, he played very well as well. He was a, a, a just under a point a game player before he went to Hamilton, and then all of a sudden he goes to the Memorial Cup and
0: frozen. So yeah, Matt's frozen anyway. Um... I'm
1: sorry, in the in the oh wait. 08- This isn't a guy that might not be, you know, he might not make the team at a, right. He might not make the team at a camp, right. He might not make the team at a camp, but this is a, this is a player that people should be excited about. And some people are already calling them like the Romanov replacement and all this stuff. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. I loved Romanov. I wish they didn't have to move him. However, they do play a similar game. It's just one is 30, 40 pounds heavier.
0: Yeah, and Jack eyes ticket to the NHL is going to be that aspect of his game. Absolutely. But what he's what he's doing, he's also rounding out his game a little bit. He's adding a little bit more mobility. He's at, he's got to work a little bit on his puck handling skills. He uh does. it's still it's still raw. I mean, he's going to be a he's a late bloomer. Yes. So, a couple in a year or so, I think he could become an NHL regular on a bottom pairing. Right. He's that guy that you can put out for some penalty kill time and play on a bottom pairing or put out when you really need some muscle. No problem with that. And
1: the thing is that's going to be his ticket in and and teams need that. They need that defensive defenseman. It's just the fact that he is a throwback old school defensive defenseman that not only will hit you, he will, he will drop, he will drop you as well if, if need be.
0: Yeah he's got a, he's got like a mix of a Ben Sherratt and uh, I don't know. Uh, Lyle Oderline
1: Right. I guess I, I, I'm i thinking like for, for the physical side, I'm I'm looking at uh, an old stars defenseman and Mark Fistrick.
0: There's a name I haven't all heard. Right. Like
1: this was a guy that like he could, he, all right. He could really hit and he could, and he, he hit to hurt. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. And it, he played, I think he played around the same time with the stars as uh, a daring Hatcher.
1: I'm not hundred percent sure, to be honest, I'd have to look But, on,
0: you, but. It, Even, even though, even if he didn't, it's an, that's another defenseman that hit to hurt. And right. it's a throwback to the nineties style defenseman. And right. you look at the last Canadians Stanley cup run. And they had a few of them. So, I mean, and you look at any team that has made it to the final in the last four or five years, they all have at least one guy like that. Right. Yeah. So that's something that, you know, it's worth trying to develop. And no one's here saying that he's going to become anything more than a third pairing kind of guy, but you need those kinds of guys on a third pairing.
1: You do. You do. And, they, and you said that's, that's his ticket. That's how he's going to punch himself yeah. in. And that's what he's going to He'll do. Punch his way right? in. <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> that's what he's going to do with the, in the AHL level too. Right. And, yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a lot of especially Sens fans that are out there saying that um, uh Chuck's going to go after him if he's up at the sure. NHL sure, or uh, uh, Sabrin's going to go after him or whatever else. It's like, you know what? They're, they're, yeah. He is going to at one point, he's going to find someone that's going to be a, a really good matchup for him.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not going to be those
1: two. Right. But he's, you know, he's going to find that he plays that kind of game. There's some really big boys out in the AHL that are going to have no problem dropping the gloves with him. And he's going to find some, you know, he's going to find some, let's just call them worthy dance partners, guys that are going to end up, you're, you know, uh, putting up a really good scrap with them. It's going to happen.
0: I think this is a kid that, uh, that could be flirting with the, in the heavyweight range in the NHL right. today.
1: Right.
0: Some uh, Ryan Reeves is someone that I think he can match up with.
1: I'd like, to I'm see not it saying somewhere. he can win. i like to see it. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And as for Brady, Pachuk, um <laughs> if you wanted to fight him, go for it. Yeah. Win or lose. I don't give two shits because if you're the Montreal Canadians and Brady Kachuk is going after Arbor Jack. you've just given up your best player. Right. To take out a third pairing defender, way to go! Right,
1: right, right. And and not, and not to get off topic, but like I, I would really like to see. I, I know that's part of Tajuk's game. Kinda. But but uh, I know it's like the the physical part of it is is, is part of his game, and, and good on him for doing so.
0: Yeah, um, but not the fighting part.
1: Yeah, but like I, I, I like to see what he could do with playing that style, but not playing at the. You know, taking the next step in the physical parts type style, right? Like not the not the uh, instigator type style, right?
0: True. And to be honest, he Kachuk is going to be a very very good player for many many years. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. But he's he is more important to the Sens on the ice, yeah, than defending teammates with fists,
1: right? Because who's to say that if that fight ever did happen that one of them let's just call it jack eye if for in this in this instance landed that punch that put him on his back and now you're out your captain possibly yeah. long term because if, because of that right
0: yeah what if he does get concussed he loses yeah. the fight or even if he wins he That's lands right. on I jack like, eye. and
1: we've seen how a can throw a punch seshnikov yes
0: right <laughs> <laughs> exactly so, <laughs> I mean, I'm just glad that he got under the Sens fans' skins because right. it means that he is doing exactly what he needs to do to yeah. take that next step.
1: Yeah, I agree. So I look forward to seeing him play. Way to go, Arby. Uh, You know, I live just outside of Belleville, so anytime that uh, Laval's in town, I, I definitely want to go down and. and uh, and check him out wearing kind of kind of follow his uh follow his development
0: wearing your jack eye jersey i might just have to <laughs> uh all right is there is there anything else you wanted to cover
1: nothing off the top of my head just uh, i'm happy to be back back behind the mic um, looking forward to uh it's a main camp starting and uh, the only thing that I'll throw in uh, a guy that surprised me was uh, was John Parker Jones. Wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, EC, you know, it's maybe a two way AHL deal thrown in there. See what he see what he's got. But for a guy that's uh, more of a, it's played defense, played the wing, six foot seven, you know, two hundred twenty five, two hundred thirty pounds. I thought he's-
0: breakaway uh, speed.
1: Yeah, breakaway speed. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he, you know, I thought he, I thought he played well. He had a fight in there. Yeah. Uh, he didn't do anything uh too crazy. Uh I, I thought for a for a guy on a PTR on a on a PTO. Uh I thought that uh I thought he looked just fine. I wouldn't mind seeing him get get that contract His uh Twit is gonna need some players, as will uh as will um uh Laval. But uh, the one, the one negative I'm going to put out, it was, uh, was a uh, game. I, 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 we, we talk about uh, Canadians goaltending prospects every now and then. And I just don't think it was his best showing. Like they, he played, Mercer played and Cologne played and verbactic had the worst game out of the three. And he's the only one that's under uh, a pro contract right now. It's an AHL contract with Laval. He's likely going to be in Trois-Rivieres. Um, mm-hmm. I just was hoping a little bit more out of him.
0: Yeah, but uh, but on the on the Parker Jones part, I I agree. I think he's earned himself uh at least a call up to the main camp, or if not, wait until the AHL camp. Sign him to a two way deal. I I right. like that idea. Yeah. I, adding that kind of size, adding that, that kind of strength, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um. Any other, any other thoughts before that's we sign off?
1: That's all I got. I'm, 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 looking forward to the season starting, looking forward to the, uh, to the main camp, some uh, exhibition games thrown in there. And uh, that's the one reason I'm, I'm kind of happy to be back from overseas. So I'm not going to miss, you know, two, almost two months of the season. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just happy to be back, happy doing this and uh, really looking forward to uh, another, another, uh, What's called a season of, uh, of Habs unfiltered um, our uh, our following has been has been growing more and more uh, while i was away i saw that uh, you guys were able to pick up some uh, some uh, some very uh, some very good guests and uh, i'm really hoping that we can continue that with this uh, upcoming season
0: we did it with a promise that you'd sign some pictures to send to them. So uh, we're going to have to get working on that.
1: Right. If I'm on Bill Garen's desk, I'm okay with that.
0: (laughs) Um, Before we sign off, I'd just like to point out uh, that as uh, today we recorded, it's 19th of September. Uh, This was the day that Queen Elizabeth II was interred. And as we're all serving members, we've all sworn an oath to the queen Uh, to be loyal servants, and that includes her heirs and successors. So uh, God save the queen, long live the king. And with that, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, I want to thank you all for tuning in, whether you're on on the live stream here on YouTube, or you wait until the following day to listen to us on your drive into work or However you do it, we appreciate the fact that you are spending some time with us, and we love the fact that you guys are sending us ideas. you're sending us comments. you're you're making fun of us. you're, you're whatever it is. It, any interaction with us, we really appreciate that. It shows that we're all just having fun with what uh, with this whole thing because this is just social media. It's not real life. So let's just enjoy it and have fun with it. so. Again, thank you very much, and if you're talking about it, so are we. and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana.
1: I'm John Gay from Jag and Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle
0: from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617